and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dice, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more on this episode? Man, talk about, this is like two, three years in the making. I've been trying to get the guys on from Crane Credit Union. It's just one of those brands that when you're out on, you know, out online scrolling through the LinkedIn feed, when you make your way through the pithy affirmations, be your best today, and the Maya Angelou quotes, and the Steve Jobs quotes, and the Dalai Lama quotes, and you actually get to real results, things that actually matter for whatever reason, Crane Credit Union just always seems to be doing something forward-thinking and innovative and creative. And so we're so happy to have Michael Hostetler coming up after the break. I want to thank John Ungerland, who got the year started off big time last week, a ton of listens to that show. So we're off and running again in our 11th year of broadcasting, America's longest running, most successful banking podcast ever. And I have to pause for just a second to send a quick shout out to my 600,000 of my closest friends who found themselves with me over in the Southwestern Asia Theater of Operation 30 years ago this very day as we're broadcasting on the 15th of January in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia on the business end of Operation Desert Shield. I was in country for 24 hours, and then it became Operation Desert Storm. If you don't know, I've been doing a special limited run series called Thunder and Lightning, Operation Desert Storm. It's uh, it's one of those wars that people have kind of forgotten about. That happens. It's sort of in between you know, Vietnam, and then, of course, all the wars that we're familiar with after September 11th. But there's a lot of great history and a lot of great business applications for today that can still be applied from Operation Desert Storm, the last war we, as a country, definitively won. And as I say in the podcast, the military always achieves its objectives and the political class always messes up the victory, and the same can be said about Operation Desert Storm. So if you're interested in American military and political history, you may find some of that podcast interesting to you. Uh, I know it's also Martin Luther King weekend, and what that means for me for the past 20-some-odd years is Mountain Cedar. It's everywhere down here in South Texas. If my voice sounds a little crunchy, I apologize for that up front. Hey, like I said, we're going to be going up the road about a thousand miles to the American heartland, up to the beautiful state of Indiana, to visit with the vice president of marketing at Crane Credit Union. His name is Michael Hostetler, and we're going to do it all right after this. For 11 years, no bullet points. No PowerPoint, no rubber chicken dinners, just the best banking professionals in the galaxy. This is the Power Performance Podcast. Oh, yes. One of Indiana's favorite sons, John Cougar, Mellon Camp. Hey, Michael Hostetler. How are you, buddy? Hey, Jason. Glad to, ha- glad to be here. So good to have you on. Finally.
it is not an exaggeration to say I've been trying for years to get you on this show and something would come up and there would always be a problem with scheduling. You've been a big fan of the stuff that you guys are doing up in Indiana at Crane Credit Union. So, and this goes back a couple of years. So even before COVID-19, Crane was doing forward thinking and innovative things. Tell us why that is such a big part of your brand's culture. Well, I think we have a great group of people here who are really interested in the uh, in the next big thing, and uh, we're a really forward-thinking group that's uh, able to work pretty freely and independently across departments. And it's a big tenet of our culture. We're we're not afraid to take risks and try new things, and I think that's really helped us spur growth the last several years. And, of course, Michael, being on our podcast, is no strangers to podcasts. In fact, Crane Credit Union just launched their own branded podcast. So I asked Michael about that and why more banking brands don't use podcasts. Yeah, it's very new for us. We've launched two episodes so far. Uh, we launched it right before the holiday season, and uh, it's called the Crane Cares Community Podcast. And we've dabbled a little bit in podcasting with some different uh, ideas in the past uh, couple of years, but we think this is a, a format that we can really follow and uh, get a lot out of. And really what we're trying to do is just uh, find ways to better connect with the communities we serve. Uh, in the first two episodes, we've interviewed uh, a local city mayor, which was a fantastic discussion, and yeah. uh, we interviewed the director of a local food pantry, uh, talking about um, not only what they did uh, pre-pandemic, but also how COVID-19 has affected their services. And, and I think it really helped us get some insights into what people are really going through and finding the space where uh, the credit union can do its best, uh, its best work. And one of our biggest challenges uh, in getting the podcast started was exactly that. Just, just starting, just taking the leap to do it, right. finding a way to do it efficiently and easily for us. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back. It's, it's just the uh, not having the, uh, the courage to just go out and do it and see what happens. And it's not perfect. We've got a lot of room to grow. There's a lot of things we can do better. But, uh, but the key thing is that we've uploaded episodes and people have listened. And I think that's the ultimate objective anyway. Imagine that, a lack of courage and imagination in the banking marketplace. Who would have ever thought? What I love about the Crane Podcast is we've, if you ask me about the podcast, what makes it such a great communicative medium, I'll, I'll tell people it can be heard anywhere in the world on any device. However, who cares what's happening in Indonesia if you're in Terre Haute, Indiana or Bedford, Indiana? The one thing that I, the, one of the many things I love about the Crane podcast is they're using that medium to focus on, again, locality. And as I've explained it to people, think of it as like a digital billboard. Not everyone is going to listen to every podcast your banking brand does, but knowing it's out there has the same the same ability that a billboard has. You don't know how many people see that billboard every day, but people see it. They know you're there. And so I think it's just a great way that they've deployed their podcast, focusing on the community brought to you by Crane Credit Union, rather than, hey, community, focus on the credit union. Well, another thing that a lot of people don't know is that certain credit union brands offer business and commercial loans, and Crane is one of them. And so we asked Michael about that as well. Well, for us, it's been a big change, uh, you know, going back to last year with 
was basically how the credit union uh, was generating new loan volume. And like other credit unions, uh, a big bedrock of what we did was uh, consumer lending, uh, most notably auto lending. And those areas have, have not done as well as they have in the past. So it really required us to pivot to more of a, of a different strategy. So commercial loans is definitely a, a significant part of that, as well as first mortgages and uh, real estate loans, HELOCs, et cetera. Um, but what we've seen with the growth of the credit union is that we've been able to uh, expand that commercial loan team uh, considerably with our first bank acquisition. Uh, with the, with the, the assets have grown, we, we now have a bigger uh, cap to do more commercial loans. So it's only rational that we market that service. And when we talk to our staff, our frontline staff members, you know, one of the things that the uh, feedback that they have for our department is that members just don't know what we offer. They 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 want mm. to they want to give us business, but they don't know that we do those things. So right. letting people know that, especially in this time of economic recovery, letting them know that we may be able to help their businesses. And if we can't do it, we can point them in the right direction. Uh, that's a key part of how we're going to boost our loan volume in 2021 and, uh, again, pivot to a new area of lending that the credit union hasn't done much of in the past. And they're doing a great job of it. And as I, as I mentioned in the past, there's no hiding it, folks. Community banks just issued a generational beatdown on credit unions when it comes to the PPP program. I mean, it's just when you look at the graphs and the number of loans that were generated by community banks versus uh, not-for-profit credit unions, they're, they're, it doesn't even show up as a blip on the graph. And I think one of the best things about COVID-19, if there can be one, is that all those conferences were shut down. The credit union echo chamber of mediocrity was finally muted, unless you were crazy enough to sit through their hour-long, mind-numbing webinars. And it's just so obvious that brands like this, like Crane Credit Union, are breaking away from that and being thoughtful and innovative in their own right without the advice of the so-called experts. And they're doing it by hiring not the best people, the most awesome people. I came across a banner ad on their website. They're hiring for numerous positions at Crane Credit Union. And the question it asks the potential applicant is very simple. Are you awesome? If you are not awesome, if you're average, if you're below average, don't bother applying. And so I asked Michael, what makes a Crane Credit Union employee Awesome. Oh, it's that's a great question. Um, you know, I've been with the credit union for six years, and uh, I still think I'm trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> I think it takes. It's one of those things where uh, I think that we recognize people who are going to fit really well within our culture, and and people who um, who are really invested in what they do as a person. And you know, we we had a chance to talk, Jason, a little bit about what we're going to discuss today. So I really mulled over this question. And, you know, the answer I came up with is is that a Crane employee isn't doing this work just to serve credit union members. I mean, you know, service is always something we always go back to. That's a really big differentiator for us. But but really what I come back to is that, is that our folks uh, serve their neighbors. You know, we mm. do business in a lot of smaller towns, rural communities where, you know, our, our team, you know, they live, they work there, they, uh, their kids play on sports teams there, they go to church there. So when you're staring across a, a teller line or a, 
or a new application desk or a loan officer's desk, you know, you're you're talking to someone who is really part of that same community you are. And mm. I think it really affects the way that we do business and the people that we hire. I think that's just an ingrained quality. Um, I live, you know, near the Indianapolis area, which is a which is a city. You know, it's a it's a it's a bigger town, but you know, I grew up in a smaller Indiana community, and that way of doing business just resonates with me. And uh, the way I kind of characterize it is, you know, here in, in Indiana, you know, you've always got a guy that you can call to, you know, come fix your air right. conditioner or a certain mechanic you go to to fix your to fix your car. And Crane's kind of that way for banking. We're we're the guy that you wow. come to when you've got a problem. When you need a loan, you need help, we want to be the first people that you call. If you haven't figured it out yet, the theme for the past year on this show has been the absolute primacy of locality. If your brand is not taking advantage of the locality in which you're located, if you're still attending webinars on a a global digital brand, you are going to find yourself outclassed and outpaced by brands like Crane Credit Union who offer all the same things that big banking brands do, but do it in a way that is just perfectly suited to their geography. Well, it occurred to me last week when I asked John Ungerland about, hey, what was a show that you discovered during COVID-19 that you might not have discovered otherwise? And he recommended The Repair Shop. And I've watched two of those episodes, and they're great. Quick, quick sidebar here, American television, and I'm a patriot. I love America, but American television is terrible. Who decided that every single show on American television had to feature somebody throwing up on camera? I don't want to see that. And so I I realized when I asked John the question last week that I said on the streaming services, I don't even think about ABC, NBC, and CBS anymore, which is further evidence that we're living 10 years ahead. It is 2031 in many ways, not 2021. Are we still going to have those local affiliates 10 years from now anyway? I asked Michael the same question. Was there a show that you you found yourself enjoying or watching during COVID-19 in the year 2020 that and under normal circumstances you never would have even thought about watching? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, certainly being stuck in the house, like you mentioned, I think we, we kind of reverted back to, uh, to old favorites. But I think that uh, my wife and I really got sucked into uh, Tiger King uh, to ah. – to, uh, to, to an embarrassingly uh, yes. point, so that was one that was uh, probably wouldn't one I would I would have picked up uh, normally. Yes. But no. uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big sports fan, so I'm really glad that uh, those events were able to continue. And and I love going to games with my with my son and and my dad. And you know we've kind of been stuck uh, having to watch those from home, and and that's been tough. Yeah. But yeah, Tiger King kind of became a guilty. Uh, a guilty yes. pleasure where we had to we had to watch the next episode. I, I was right there with him. And I was right there with him. I've said that's when the rumor became the reality when I found myself sitting there, you know, watching the Tiger King over the course of two or three nights and then, you know, I had to go out to the garage and, and wash my eyes out with battery acid. You know, it was like, Man, bring on Lawrence Welk and the Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island or something. Let's let's get back to good old wholesome television anyway. Uh, just take a look, go visit them. Their website is embedded right there in the episode description. You can find Michael Hostetler with Crane Credit Union out on LinkedIn. 
just doing a great job hiring the best people, doing a branded podcast that is intended to help the community, not advertise necessarily their brand, although it accomplishes both uh, in unison. And then, of course, just continuing to uh, think ahead. Again, thinking 2031. Are you a 2031 banking brand? I promise Ukraine Credit Union is as they get into the business banking and the commercial lending. Hmm. Who was that guy that was recommending that all credit union brands do that back in 2007? It was me. If you want to know where my aversion to experts comes from, it is from Desert Storm. We were told 30,000 people would die in that war, and it would go on for years. I said I would be surprised if we lost more than 1,000 people, and I thought it would be over in less than a month. And I was right. The experts were wrong. And so you don't always need experts. Sometimes the best thing you can do is simply emulate other banking brands that are doing a great job. And Crane Credit Union is certainly one of them. And I congratulated Michael and his team for the great work that they're doing and told him we really appreciated him taking time out of his day to join us on the Power Performance Podcast and wished him and his team the very best. Thank you, Jason. Awesome. Great job, right? Such a great job. Hey, next week, you know, I've been doing the show for 11 years, and we've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people. And so many of our wonderful guests have confided on the air and off the air that they fell into banking quite by accident, as I did. Well, next week, we're going to be talking to a young gentleman. He's still got one semester of college left, and then he is going to embark on his banking career at First Financial Bank out of beautiful Abilene, Texas. So you don't want to miss next week's episode with young Jaron Hurst. He's going to going to start his adventure in banking. We're going to find out, you know, how he made that decision, uh, how he managed to get hired before he was even uh, graduated from college. I think that's pretty impressive too. Hey, thank you again for listening to the Power Performance Podcast. My name is Jason Dyes. I love what Michael said about, you know, we do business in small towns and you've got a guy that can fix your car you got a guy that can fix your plumbing you got a guy that can fix your roof and when you have financial you know concerns or questions or problems hey there's someone you can call the aforementioned awesome employees at crane credit union thank you so much for listening and until next we speak we'll talk to you all next week take care